just in time for summer, the folks at Epic Brewing have released a new canned cocktail, the Utah Margarita. A delicious blend of real lime and agave, the Utah Margarita is ready to drink by the river or in the park. And here's the kicker, no need to buy it at a liquor store. Pick up a six-pack of Epic Brewing's Utah Margarita at any local Harmon's or Trader Joe's, or visit Epic Brewing on State Street in downtown Salt Lake City. It's Emily Means filling in for Ali Vallarta, and here's what Salt Lake's talking about. I had a particularly beautiful day in Salt Lake City recently. The weather, perfect. The vibes, immaculate. It made me fall in love with our city all over again. Because we do have our problems, a lot of them. But sometimes it's good to focus on the simple pleasures our town has to offer. Today, we invite you to romanticize your Salt Lake life with us. It's Thursday, September 7th, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Producer Ivana Martinez, Hey Salt Lake newsletter editor Therina Ria. I recently saw the queen of SLC, Kendall Rodriguez, do this cute Instagram reel about romanticizing her silly little life in Salt Lake. And (laughs) she was like riding her bike on a Sunday Mm -hmm. and buying granola from Tule. And it was so precious. But what does it mean to romanticize our lives? I think for me, it's about taking time to appreciate like very small moments in our lives that can be so like easily overlooked or like taken for granted, right? Like it's something that I think I do on a daily basis and I've been called out on by so many of my friends by like being <laughs> <laughs> like romanticizing too hard my life. But it's it's really, I think at least for me, it's allowing yourself to fully indulge in like tiny mundane moments and just fully appreciating them. Tarina, what about you? Is it the same for you? I feel like I need to get on Ivana's level uh, because she <laughs> definitely is. We all do. <laughs> she gives main character vibes. <laughs> and so I aspire to be that. I'm a romantic person. But, you know, sometimes you just get lost in the sauce of, of life's mundanities and you're just living day to day. And then you, like, forget to, like, slow down a little bit and yeah. then just appreciate mm-hmm. the things that you have because you know most most of our life is going to be mundane tasks so why why not enjoy it and i think that's what romanticizing your life is about so where do you think it comes from obviously this was a a queen of slc reel that i saw and she's a social media influencer and Therina, you mentioned ivana's main character energy so <laughs> all of this is leading me to believe that romanticizing your life is kind of a social media thing. Can you maybe help me understand how this came to be a thing on social media? Oh, I feel like you are the resident Gen Zer, Ivana. So, you know, because I'm not a social media person. I don't have much of a presence. (laughs) And so I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Please teach us a lesson. I think this idea of, you know, quote unquote, being the main character, romanticizing your life really started during the pandemic when a lot of us were inside. And, you know, this trend started of like, 
you know, you you have to be like the star of your own book. You you're running your life. Like you have to envision the life that you kind of want for yourself. And sometimes that's making do with what you have. It's a Gen Z TikToker word. It's it's one of those internet slings that we see so often. And I think more people online are kind of encouraging people to seek out those things in their day-to-day life or even like finding ways to romanticize their lives, right? Like this is, yeah, it is. It's a thing that's like so canonically online right now. And you see everyone trying to do it, like from writing in your journal to making your morning coffee to like going on a hot girl walk or doing your laundry at home. And <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because it's it's been used in different ways. Like often romanticizing your life can also be used as like an aesthetic that's happening a lot. And I find that really interesting because then it's like, who are we romanticizing for? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is uh, a potential criticism slash concern I might have about this. And Therina, I'd love to hear your thoughts as someone who is also not that online. But if we are romanticizing our lives in this very public fashion, you know, posting it on social media, like fleshing out this aesthetic feeling around it does it count like is it is it finding those meaningful tiny moments for us or are we doing that just for the gram I'm very torn about this because I I this may be like a hater comment but I just feel like a lot of it is so cringy to me just the idea of like setting up your camera so perfectly and then like pretending to cry at the sunset or or even or maybe even not pretending, but just like setting up your Actually camera cry. before you knowing that you're gonna cry just to document that moment to post online just feels like maybe like not as authentic because you are curating it so hard. Um so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I feel that way, but I think on one hand it is like a creative outlet and and a lot of people like to use it as a way to connect with other people and just to be like hey it's okay that you um are you know feeling your feels and you know it's been a hard time living in the pandemic and trying to co- feel connected to people when you're not able to so on one side i i i really appreciate that but then there is a side to it that feels like they're doing it to put across an image of like I'm better or like, you know, mm. a, a lifestyle that's maybe unattainable for most. Hmm. Hmm. Ivana, do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I I see both sides of this because I do see what you mean, Therina. Like it's whatever we post online is a curated thing that is pretty planned out oftentimes. But then I also am starting to see like more creators being like, romanticize your daily life. Like your life doesn't have to be, you know, like an influencer beautiful to to enjoy it. I think the moment that, you know, the sense of romanticizing or the sense of like curating this certain type of aesthetic becomes more of an obligation to you, that's when it kind of becomes a little bit more tricky or a little bit more, you know, like less for yourself and more for other people. And I think this sense of romanticizing your life should really be about you and and finding space and time to like really appreciate these beautiful moments in your day-to-day life. 
I actually love this idea of, you know, really leaning into the little things that make us happy. And may I please tell you about the most beautiful, wonderful <laughs> morning I just had in Salt Lake. <laughs> oh, please, please do. May I regale you with this tale? <laughs> please. So, I want to hear it. It was a Saturday morning and the weather was so perfect. It was not yet, you know, swelteringly hot. It was sunny and... My husband and I Ooh. rode our bikes down the Third South protected bike lanes <laughs> to, <laughs> to the farmer's market at Pioneer Park. And as we were riding down, you know, the wind's like blowing in my hair beneath my <laughs> helmet. And, and there aren't any cars trying to murder me because I'm in the Third <laughs> South protected bike lanes. And once we get to the farmer's market, the most Salt Lake thing happens to me, which is I run into someone I know and <laughs> strike oh. up a conversation immediately. <laughs> Small Lake City, baby. Small Lake City, baby. Um, then I bought some Utah peaches and Yum, got to talk fresh. with a farmer from Brigham City. Then I sipped a latte from Carlucci's on the patio at Caputo's where I also ate a hot pastrami sandwich and just stared lovingly into my husband's eyes and said, this is the most beautiful, perfect day I've ever had. Oh my word. I've, I have Are heart emoji eyes. I have heart emoji eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this is my most recent example of how I romanticize my little Salt Lake life because all those things, they are just silly little luxuries, honestly. Like the fact that I could ride my bike <laughs> downtown and feel safe doing so. Yes. And I don't know. I just loved it so much. So I would love to hear how you romanticize your life in Salt Lake. Um, I am right there with you means. I, <laughs> my perfect <laughs> like romanticized Salt Lake City day is very food centric. So like ideally I'm going to the farmer's market or Caputo's or like a couple weekends ago, I went to this pop-up that was held by a bunch of uh, local food vendors. Um, and that to me is like ideal, um, always getting a little treat. And then it's followed by like a hot girl city walk. Yes. I just, I feel Strutting. most, yeah, I feel most romantic. Like when I'm by myself strutting in downtown SLC. Yes. Like yes, among the, yeah, the skyscrapers. Baby. Like I oh. just feel so powerful. Completely with you there, Therina. You're like Mary Tyler Moore <laughs> throwing your hat in the air. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that is my dream. It's funny though, the like saying that though, I I feel a little cringe saying that. But maybe that's something I have to unpack with my therapist. But like, why is it just like indulging in in, you know, little life's pleasures feels something about it feels cringe to me. <laughs> Why is that? Ivana definitely has thoughts. <laughs> I Yeah. You do you feel I that think, ever? I think it can be, but I also think it's like it's that sense of like being embarrassed or like taking enjoyment out of like these things that bring us joy. Like there shouldn't be embarrassment there, right? Like if it feels cringy, like so be it. Like embrace the cringe. Embrace like those I moments. I think I know what it is. What is it? I think it's probably my immigrant ancestors. Because <laughs> there is there is privilege tied with 
being able to slow down and like mm-hmm. romanticize your life, there is privilege attached. So maybe it's that. <laughs> I'm so happy you brought that up, Thadina, because I think I think about this a lot from at least from my background. Like there are tiny things that I get to do in my day to day life that I'm like, it is truly a privilege that like my parents didn't get to do, especially coming from like an immigrant's background. Like, yeah, it's it's really the Raising tiny babies. We don't Raising have babies, babies or yeah. like, you know, going to um, a coffee shop in the middle of, of a weekday. It's kind of acknowledging things that my parents didn't get to do and, and still don't get to do. And I and I get the luxury of doing. So I think that's also plays into it a lot of being like, oh, like this is kind of a small, beautiful moment. And I'm really grateful that I get to do it. So, yeah, we have immigrant child guilt, but maybe we shouldn't feel that. Maybe it, it's actually <laughs> what our parents worked for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's we can get a insightful. coffee in the middle of the day. That's right. <laughs> the Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th. And this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court. And this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. We talk a lot on this show about our city's crown jewels. What are the institutions that open doors in our community and regulate its pulse? I choose Salt Lake Community College, and it is a home for incredibly focused Salt Lakers. Nearly 80% of their students work while going to school, many full-time jobs. If I could do college all over again, I would not be 33 and sitting on these damn student loans. And slick students aren't. 80% graduate with little to no student loan debt or save thousands knocking out credits before transferring to a four-year institution. Every day, Salt Lake Community College is transforming lives and communities through education. If you want to learn something new, refine a trade, or pursue a higher degree for the first time, explore your options at slcc.edu. Study alongside hard workers, save precious money, and be one in a class of 19, not 100. I would love to hear more about these little luxurious moments in your Salt Lake life. Will you share some with us? I love this city. I think part of it is the fact that we live in a small city and I really enjoy like those tiny moments of like running into people that I know. It's getting to know like the family who runs my favorite breakfast spot in the avenues and that like walking in and getting, you know, my breakfast burrito and then saying hi to the cashier who I know and who knows my name. And that's really beautiful to me. One big thing that I absolutely adore doing, there's a little cafe near the Tracy Aviary. And I go there and I get a pineapple Dole Whip 
in a cup. And then I roller skate my way down to the bench near the pond. And I just sit there afterwards and I just like look at the geese and I look at the ducks and I just sit there eating my dull whip. And I'm like taking it all in. I'm like, what a beautiful moment in this beautiful city with the gorgeous weather. And, you know, it's it's those tiny things. Or it's going to, you know, like my favorite pocket park. And then looking at the sunset, like taking those mm-hmm. delicious moments in. It sounds like it comes down to connection, you know, like feeling connected to people in our community, feeling connected to our surroundings. It's just like a something that grounds us. Yeah. And even ourselves. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Y'all, thanks so much for sharing that with me. I just feel like... <sighs> what like, a great I have place. So much love. <laughs> Did we turn you into a romantic? Oh, Did we? <laughs> I want to be a romantic every day of my life now. So, do you have any specific Salt Lake recommendations for people to romanticize their lives? There's nothing more romantic, I think, to me than going to an indie little bookstore and mm. buying. We have so you know, many great like, local options. Mm-hmm. We've got the King's English, and I really love the coziness of that shop because it's it's kind of like a little home, and you like walk in and you smell the smell of books. There's a lot of sweet treats on that street. Caputo's is there. Sweetily's there for ice yep. cream. You know, gelato, gelato, and you know, sit on the grass and like read your new book. What about you, Therina? Cute. What do you have? Um, I have a very niche wreck, so take it or leave it. But <laughs> um, mine would be grocery stores. Hear me <gasps> out. Okay. Um, please, please go elaborate. On a, <laughs> go on a day where you already have like your your essentials like for the week. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not like you're going to do a chore. You're going for fun. So you're going to Caputo's or you're going to Liberty Heights and you're going there just to look at the bougie ass treats. I love just looking. <laughs> yeah, just perusing, just like seeing what like fun like chocolate bars they have or like mm. little treats and just like get yourself something and um yeah, that's that's my idea of a good time. No, I, I love, love it. That. That's my idea of a good time too. <laughs> um, I have two recommendations, and they are also not for everyone, but you know, maybe you'll find joy in this. Uh, pet your neighborhood cats. Oh. <laughs> I used to live in Liberty Wells, and what one if of they my have favorites. Oh, it's um, okay. They don't because this is my romantic life. Okay. <laughs> Please don't exist. Please don't exist. <laughs> I used to walk around Liberty Wells just petting cats block mm. by block. There's so many There's there. So, so many. I love I love talking with them. I don't know. It just brings me a lot of joy. Um I also love riding the train. I'm just, you know, I am a public transit. You're a transit gal, girl. Mm-hmm. And When I am on the tracks train, it's a little slice of life in Salt Lake City, you know, and people are talking with each other or they're trying not to talk to other people. And um, and I'm just sitting there happy as a clam watching it all go down. (laughs) So that would be my recommendation. People watching is so romantic. There's something so cinematic and so romantic about being on public transit. And you're like your head's like resting on the window and the city is like passing you by and you're like making my way downtown walking fast. <laughs> well you know that that is your song <laughs> i have different music in my ears but yeah yeah like it's it's so being on public transit to me 
peak romanticism. Like there's UTA. nothing. Yeah, yeah. Utah like, Transit Authority, you need to hop on this right now. Romanticize your life. I'm ride about the to bus. Ride an ad about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's team up. I love it. I love it. So here's what I'm wondering. Who is this for? Is it just for girls who love charcuterie boards and like <laughs> long walks in the park? Like who can enjoy uh, a romantic life here in Salt Lake? It's it's for everybody, baby. I watched this YouTuber. They had a hot take about the uh, romanticize your life movement, that it's very Eurocentric. And I feel like a lot of like influencers and just like the the trendiness that that, that comes up on the internet um, by like mostly white influencers is very like Eurocentric. Um, and so I think that if you're looking at that, it kind of feels like, oh, this is only for certain people and it's for everybody. And it's not it's not just for certain people who look a certain way. Yeah, completely agree with you, Thanina. I think this idea of romanticization is often targeted towards women. But like you said, like it doesn't it doesn't take much like you you get to be the romantic in your life. You get to seek these things out like nobody else gets to do that but you. And it's not something that's exclusive for one person or another. And it's, like I said, it's it's really looking into those small moments. And it's like anyone can be a romantic if you just try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> you can quote you on that. What advice do you have for people to really dig in and find joy in those little mundane things of our everyday lives? I think like slow down. So often it's like, when you're, you know, say maybe you go out to dinner with a friend and it's it just seems like a casual Wednesday, but like take a minute to kind of soak that in. Like how long has it been since have you seen that friend? You know, like how exciting that you get to be with this person. So often I think in our adult relationships, everyone's pretty busy and recognizing the time that it takes to meet up or like to go somewhere with someone is a big thing. So like just take time to slow down, appreciate those small moments and try to find joy. I think it's a practice of joyful optimism so often in like in being a romantic in in seeking out like the humor or like the light in certain situations and I think, you know, just slow it down and and take time to savor those moments. I'm I'm scribbling all of this down because this this episode <laughs> We're taking is, notes. We're taking notes. <laughs> this episode is just me fangirling over Ivana. <laughs> Ivana was made for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree that that is like it's it's a hard thing to do because yeah, you just get into the the everyday, you know, routine and so it's hard to break out of that sometimes, but it's good to yeah, remind yourself to take a moment. And even if it it just is like one moment of your day where you're just like reflecting and it's you know, therapy, talk, mindfulness, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's good to just be like, oh, yeah, just like be very present in the moment, which is it's really hard to do. I'm still learning those movie moments, right? Like the the ones that feel like, oh, I could see this on film, like or maybe not. Newsletter editor Tarina Ria and producer Ivana Martinez. Thank you so much for sharing your romantic lives with us. I don't think it's silly or little. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. I Thank do you, too. Emily. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. <laughs> I want to hear 
about how you romanticize your Salt Lake life. Email us at saltlake at citycast.fm or you can text or call 801-203-0137. What are your simple pleasures of life in this city? That's all for us today on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around this romantic little city. Bye. Small Lake City. Small Lake City, baby. Small (laughs) Lake City. Small Lake City.